0: So, welcome to the Orange and Black and Beyond uh, podcast where we discuss OSU sports, uh, particularly the ones that get less attention than football and men's basketball. I'm Brian, class of 1996, and my co host is Pete, class of 1993.
1: That's me, and uh, well, geez, Brian, the elephant in the room, there's no way around it, we got to yeah. discuss, uh, someday we're going to have to find some beyond content, because the orange and black yeah. has been, kind of been put on hold, the coronavirus has had a major impact on campus life in general, as well as intercollegiate athletics specifically. Yeah,
0: yeah. so I mean, for reference, for everybody out there, we're recording on March 18th, yeah. um, it's been a week. Um, since the NBA was delayed and the NCAA canceled everything and, and I think everybody's just reeling and there's a bunch of other stuff. So, um, couple things like great, good wishes out there to everybody. Stay healthy, wash your hands, obey the rules and the recommendations,
1: you know, even though it's tough, do the social distancing thing and, uh, you
0: know. Thing here,
1: and then you know, follow up on that. Like, shout
0: out to all the medical providers, thank you for doing all the work. No um, uh, that's going to be a tough job, and really appreciate everybody out there. So,
1: yeah, uh, people have to and, decide what uh, is like, and is not an emergency, and that's going to be, yeah, you know.
0: like calling the police in Newport because you don't have toilet paper is not an emergency, not an
1: emergency, not no. an emergency, <laughs> so, no, uh, worthy, folks.
0: Uh, Sorry. Yeah. So with that in mind, let's talk about uh, OSU sports and maybe we can provide some distractions and uh, let's see where things got left off with the Pac-12 and before the Pac-12 and NCAA stepped in and put everything on hold.
1: Yeah, it is tough, but uh, because for the last few years, especially for us uh, Beaver Nation here, OSU has been really good at sports to start in the winter and head into the spring, especially women's basketball, uh, baseball, wrestling, gymnastics, and women's golf. So um i guess we can kind of dig in where we were before we had to pump brakes a little bit uh first it is worth noting uh just the football team is uh they did get in a few days of spring practice and they got to reveal their new performance center and practice facility well not the practice facility but rather the training facility uh, expanded weight room treatment facility as well as the gatorade fuel center fantastic facility and uh should be a boost to recruiting. Uh, spring practice has been delayed until at least March 29th. And the athletic department will reveal where they are at that time. And then we got a bunch of other stuff going on.
0: Yeah, I mean, ton of stuff going on. So let's, um, or that was going on. So let's talk about some of the sports yeah. that did take place before the shutdown. First, right. uh, the men's golf team. Yeah. Uh, back on the 10th, they absolutely dominated the Band and Dunes Championship, uh, which had 16 te- teams uh, participating. Uh finished 11 under for the tournament, eight wow. strokes clear of the Huskies. Uh, two Beavers finished tied for third, uh, and Carson Berry came in fifth. Um, the women's golf team also was in action. They won their last tournament as well, yeah. coming from behind to take the medal club. Invitational in Fairfax, California, uh, senior Nicole Schroeder and freshman Issy Taylor each shot three under in the final round to help the Beavers get to the top in the 13-team field. Um, so good, good results golf that were going on. Um, there's been a lot going on with the wrestling program coming up next. So I'm yeah. get into that.
1: There has been some stuff. The the biggest news is that uh, head coach Jim Zaleski will be leaving the program. Athletic director Scott Barnes made that announcement uh, actually just after the Pac-12 championships. The nationwide search will be underway, and uh, they'll just kind of have to work around what obviously needs to be worked around at this time. Uh, lamentably, there's no workaround for the wrestlers themselves, and after the Pac-12 championships, Uh, The news of the NCAA shutting down sports going into spring came. Uh, The Beavers had a really good showing, actually, at the Pac-12. Not not a great one. They didn't win this time. They won, you know, several Pac-12 championships. Uh, Not this year. Um, But no surprise, Arizona State, which has been wrestling phenomenally well all year long, they won the tournament. Uh, They've been great all year. But two Beavers did qualify for nationals. Uh, that won't happen. Uh, Devin Turner won the crown at 133, and Grant Willits finished second at 141 to punch their respective tickets to the big dance. Alas, the season's over, but Turner and Willits uh, did have great years. Also, Brandon Kaler and uh, Colt Doyle were both likely to get uh, at large bids at their weights. Kaler um, oh. at 25 and Doyle at 184. But, you know, Coronavirus. Uh, unfortunately, that means uh, also track and field, soccer, rowing, essentially nothing going to be happening uh, before they even got the chance to begin. And then baseball and softball had already begun, uh, so I'll just kind of go over them. Baseball team was off to kind of a bumpy start, and it was, you know, they were looking forward to the Pac 12 season starting to get kind of maybe on the right track, and now they won't get the chance. Uh, they finished the <laughs> truncated season at 5 and 9 just before Pac-12 play began. Uh, Troy Claunch was on the Buster Posey Award watch list for the nation's best catcher, uh, but the season's kind of over, so it's not really that big of a deal. Uh, Beavers did finish off their abbreviated season by being swept by the UC Santa Barbara Gauchos. Softball team had been off to a good start after, you know, this program's had their ups and downs, and and this year they were off to a good uh, non-conference season start. They were eighteen and eight, including two no hitters, and then uh, just before they Pac-12 season started, their season came to an end. Gymnastics team came up just a hair short against number twelve Washington, but talk about uh, a battle of titans there: uh, number twelve Washington versus number fourteen OSU, and uh, Washington won by less than a point, and. Um, so uh um let's let's uh let's just go ahead and deal with it let's let's talk yeah. about basketball I guess let's start with the men I mean because their season was out there too but then of course the women
0: yeah um so yeah it was <laughs> basketball yeah it's a di- uh, disappointing yeah. end of the seasons yeah. for really? all those teams right just to be abruptly yeah. told you're gonna stop playing yep. um but um, let's talk about basketball. So, the, I mean, the men's team was playing pretty good basketball down the stretch. We've been talking for year how they're a little bit inconsistent. We were thinking yep. they found their um, identity in some defense late in the season there. Yeah. Um, it's hard to say what could have happened in the postseason. Um, they had a really great game for the Pac-12 tournament over Utah a last-second yeah. pointer from Jared Lucas. I was really excited for the Pac-12 tournament. I thought the uh, bracket they had had them, you know, potentially going pretty deep into that Pac-12 tournament in terms of they had Utah, then they were going to play Oregon, which we beat this year, um, right. you know, really good game. So um, they looked like, as far as the Pac-12 tournament was going, I thought they would do really well there. Um, yeah. They looked – like a top twenty-five team, one game, and then a sub-five hundred team the next. So it's just that
1: yeah, bugged them all year.
0: All all year, but again, late in the season, they I thought they were coming on pretty strong. They seem um, like it. Yeah, so you know, overall finished 18, 13, 18 to thir- eighteen thirteen, seven eleven in the conference. Um, and they, and again, that one win in the in the Pac twelve tournament, I think, was kind of the first of what I thought would have been a good tournament run for them. Yeah. Um, Trey, Trey Tinkle became the all time leading scorer, passing Gary Payton,
1: yep.
0: um, and he should have a future in the NBA, right? Probably well,
1: uh, he will, and if he doesn't, I could yeah. see him on the bench as a coach for sure. Yeah, for sure. Like it's I mean, in the family, kind <laughs> runs in the family, right? Yeah. 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 yeah um. Next part's kind of painful, of course, uh, for Beaver Nation in general, and you, uh, Brian, specifically, women's basketball. They, they ended the regular season uh, by just crushing the Huskies and the, and the Cougars, and then they uh, uh, turned around and pounced on the Cougars again in the conference tournament. And um, then their uh, the reward for winning that game was, of course, facing Stanford. Yeah. Um, so that wasn't great. But Stanford bounced them right out of Las Vegas. And the final top 25 poll did come out this week. The Beavers finished nationally ranked number 14, which considering the conference in which they play, that's about right. I mean, there's six, you know, really monster teams in the, in the conference. And uh, so uh, maybe even seven, if you want to argue yeah, arguably,
0: that. Arguably seven teams could be ranked, arguably. Yeah,
1: so so uh, – uh, I mean, all, all in all, you know, we can just kind of recap the season, kind of look at the high points for them, okay. and you see how it all turns out.
0: Yeah, I mean, that tournament was tough. I thought the game with Stanford, again, I think Stanford, again, they're just well-coached by one of the greatest coaches ever, yeah. right? I think she has kind of our number a little bit, and uh, yeah. but I thought the team was coming back, just ran out of time in that game. Um, yeah. So overall, they finished 23-9. and nine. 10 and eight in the, in the toughest co- conference in the country um, and one and one in the Pac-12 tournament. Um, it was really, you know, it was really tough because they had a couple, like with last time we talked, they had a couple tough weeks. We knew yeah. they were going to be a couple tough weeks and they really needed to perform well late in the season to kind of boost their ranking, to make sure they host. And yeah. um, I really think they did like the team fought really hard for those wins to make sure um, to improve their ranking, so they were in the top 16 for sure, and they were on pace to host games in the early rounds of the tournament. So it was really yeah. sad, for the seniors. Yeah, um, they fought really hard to go do that. Um, you know, the, the the season had some great stories, and I was watching the OSU women's basketball released a uh, video this week. I was mm-hmm. watching that video and thinking that some of the great stories of this year. Um, Mikayla Pivik becoming the all-time leading rebounder. from yeah. the guards. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so she's passed Ruth Hamblin during the tournament, and she's a 5'10 guard, right? So yeah. uh, that's a great story. Um, yeah. I think Taylor Jones and Kennedy Brown had a hell of a season for freshmen.
1: Super uh, cool.
0: Jones, Yeah, Taylor Jones was named to the all-freshman team for the Pac-12. She led the Pac-12 in blocks, like all the Pac-12 not just freshmen. She's second in field goal percentage. And the person who's first is Ruthie Hebert. So it's not bad company to be in there. Um, there. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Uh, Eighth in rebounds. Um, Kennedy Brown. Again, she had a great freshman campaign, right? Um, She was right there. She was second blocks, um, but then she slipped to third after injury and she was in the top 10 for rebounds. So again, great uh, couple of freshmen to come in, have a great year. Um, Another great story of the year is, you know, at the tournament, Kat Tudor got her game back, you know, and I think everybody was excited about that. The oh,
1: yeah. Against
0: Washington, she went six for seven for threes, a total score of 24 points that game. And it was just great to see her back with that kind of swagger that she's always had. So that was a really yeah. awesome story. Um, and then another great story of the year for me that I was really excited about was Patricia Morris had a breakout game against Cal you know, 13 points to two blocks in that game. And, you know, it's great to see her start to get more playing time later on the year. So um, okay. those are some great stories this year. And there's many more. Like, again, there's so much that's cool about this team. Oh, um, yeah. The downside and the story of the year for that hurt this team is injuries. Right. Taya Corsdale yeah. early yeah. in the year. Uh, Kennedy Brown during the Civil War um, hurting her knee. That was really tough to watch. And was. so I think, um, you know, that's I mean, there's
1: that was never a good time for an injury, but that was even worse because during the Civil War, in a game, they had a look at winning too, you know? Yeah,
0: they were playing well, and then that for that to happen. And, and again, so she's got a, I think, what I saw yesterday, she's had surgery this week. So okay. I think she's on the road to recovery. Um, so wish her all the best there. Yeah. Uh, I think the coming year shows a lot of promise. I mean, we lose some great players unless mm-hmm. there's any sort of change to the eligibility. There's all this online buzz about eligibility being added to uh, some of the seniors, but we'll see. Um, but Michaela Pivic Maddie Washington, Kat Tudor, and um, who I call the queen of hustle, Janessa Thrope are leaving the program and we wish them the best yep. to pr- and thank them for all the stuff they've done for the program.
1: Really. Uh,
0: but the team coming back is pretty stacked, right? I mean, you had a couple great freshmen coming back. Yep. Uh, add to that, you know, the development of Trish Morris and Jasmine Simmons. And then you have, you still have destiny Slocum, Leah Goodman, um, come, you know, leading the team. Taya's Taya Corsdale should be back. And then you add in some great recruits and Sasha Goforth, Who's McDonald's all American and Savannah Samuel coming in. So yeah, I think the team is poised to be really strong again.
1: Definitely.
0: But the conference is really strong too. It is. Like, I, I stay-
1: mean, the, Good yeah. news from the standpoint of the state of Oregon is uh, the greatest player possibly to ever put on a uniform in the women's game is going to the WNBA after this yes. year. So, yeah. you know, uh, there's one less Sabrina Ionescu to have to deal with, so that's good. Right. Um, right. Um, yes, yeah, a tough
0: conference. Stanford looks really, really strong. UCLA is going to be strong. USC is going to be strong. I think Cal was starting to play well late in the season, I think they're supposed to get some good recruits. Um, Washington state's going to be, you know, third year of, um, that coaches program. So we'll see where they go. Right. Then you talk about Arizona, the Barnes team is going to be really tough. Arizona state's always tough. And then you look at the youth at Utah and Colorado too. And you're looking at some, again, the PAC 12 is going to be, if you want to watch women's basketball, it's going to be,
1: I'm already excited for it to start. I don't, I wish we didn't have to wait.
0: Yeah, I know exactly, right? It's going to be some great games and some great teams coming out of the Pac-12. So, again, uh, really tough place to play. And it's just, I think everybody's just sad that, especially for the seniors, not just for women's basketball, but for all the programs.
1: Oh, sure. You know,
0: gymnastics, wrestling, everything for their uh, careers to get kind of cut short is it, really It important.
1: was absolutely the right thing to do, of course. You know, especially, like, take basketball. How many basketballs are there? One. Every single hand on the floor touches it. You know, there's there's not enough Purell in the world, unfortunately.
0: Yeah, um, it, not just for the players' point of view, but uh, you know that you're talking about when the coaches trainers, trainers. coaches, trainers, and they're traveling all over the place. And that's yeah. if it was one thing, like you know, if Oregon was going to play Oregon State just down the street, that's one thing. But now you're talking about people getting on planes, flying all over the place. I just think it's the it was the absolute right thing to do to, you know, put everybody kind of lock everybody down a little
1: bit. Yeah, it was. is it is unfortunate, but it, it, yeah. it was something that had to be done because, like you know, they say. I mean, the worst case scenario. I it was like, if nothing happens, well, that was the point, right?
0: Right. Exactly. Right. So, and yeah. that's what. Yeah. Exactly. If nothing happens, then that was the point. So hopefully, again, everybody stays safe and healthy and um you know we can get back to business as usual yep next academic year
1: right and um there is still i mean a lot of unknowns remaining of course because this could be uh it could go well deep into the year um, but uh spring football is scheduled to uh, get back to work as early as march 29th and um they have as yet not uh, canceled the spring game, which was scheduled for April 18th. So we'll see how that all turns out. But um, that's at least, you know, as a as a fan of uh, college sports, we can kind of cling to that little bit of hoping that things return to normal, kind of.
0: Yeah, exactly. So, you know, we just see how it goes. And then, you know, same thing for our show, we'll uh, – um, hey. Probably won't be as regular a basis, but as stuff happens, we'll put a show together and put it out there and hopefully help keep people informed and entertained.
1: Yep. That's the plan.
0: That's the plan. Um, So for now, um, for the Orange, Black, and Beyond podcast, this is Pete and Brian signing off. Go beaves. Go beaves.